That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey friend, it's Nicole, host of the Nicole Walters podcast. Here's where we laugh, we cry, and we grant ourselves grace as we do life together. Let's get started. Friends, so you know how I feel when I find something I love and I'm obsessed with and I just I lose my mind, whether it is popcorn or fudge or the latest, best, most effective health thing. And right now you've heard me talking about my fertility journey. You've heard me talking about getting my health right, especially in this new chapter of my life. And a huge part of that has been exploring supplementation. You know, Lord knows I can't live off of Capri Suns and Cheetos, and I've got to figure out how to get my goodness and my body so that I am safe and well taken care of. And I met the most incredible woman. <laughs> I mean, I you know how I am. I'm a God girl. God does things very specifically. Nothing is by accident. Her name is Lana Jackson. If you have not heard of Lana Jackson, look her up, Google her, follow her on Insta. She is inspirational. She's incredible. And she's also the CEO and founder of Brown Wellness. Now, Brown Wellness is the only that I've discovered brown BIPOC-specific functional wellness supplement brand. Now, I know that's a mouthful, but I'm telling you, this is something you need. And there's no better person who can talk about it than Lana herself. And I'm so excited because she is here with us to sit, to chat, to help us learn. Y'all, if you are dealing with things in your life and you need a little extra boost, Lana's going to tell us how to get it. Lana, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Nicole. I'm so excited to be here with you. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited that you're here. You have no idea. I had to keep it together just doing my intro because okay. I was like, I can't bring all that energy right out the gate. You got to calm down and say the words, Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm so glad you're here. Brown Wellness is everything I've been looking for in this journey. I mean, I've experimented with using so many different types of supplements and being honest, a lot of them work great. You know, I'm not disappointed, you know, in yeah. what I've tried, but I really am in a chapter of my life where I do one, want to support black owned businesses wherever and whenever possible. But I also want to make sure that I'm able to use products that I think when my daughter opens up the cabinet, she sees herself, you know, yeah. centered. So can you tell me a little bit more about your journey Journey and why you even felt there was a need in a $47 billion supplement industry to carve out a little piece specifically for the BIPOC experience. Tell me what we don't know. Yeah. 
Well, it's a long story. I will start by saying that my wellness journey really began really young for me. Mm-hmm. So at 13 years old, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. Oh, wow. Which is, mm-hmm, which that is, must have been really a struggle at 13. I can't imagine. My 11-year-old can barely like get out of the house and tie her shoes. I can't even imagine. You know, and it was weird because I still remember that moment when I'm wow. in the doctor's office with my mom and I'm talking to the specialist and he looks me dead in the eye and he's just like, I want you to understand like you have a chronic medical condition. Mm. Like this is something that you're going to need to manage the rest of your life. Like, do, do you understand? At 13? No, you don't understand. Yeah. Like, no. I barely understand why I have boobs now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I don't understand right. anything. No, I don't know how to manage, yeah. uh, you know, a diagnosis like this. That must have been terrifying and overwhelming. And I can't even imagine. You know, but it actually, it kind of wasn't because in my mm-hmm. small brain, I was just like, okay, so are we going to Dairy Queen after this? Of like, course. so, you know, oh, because baby. I, yeah, but I couldn't fully grasp it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I've always been like a sensitive child. Like, I'm an intuitive person. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of like, I see the gravity of this moment, but like, my world wasn't big enough to comprehend like what that was going to mean. I know sure. when an adult is talking to me sure. and telling me something serious, and I, I hear that and I'm wondering about, okay, what's the next thing? Are we going? Going at, I, of course. You just can't comprehend. You're not thinking, oh, I have Crohn's disease. How's that going to affect? Will I eat wedding cake at my wedding? Will I go on vacation and eat freely with my friends? Will yeah. I be able to be comfortable enough to go to work? A 13-year-old's not thinking about those things. No. Of course, of yeah. course. So I think that is probably worth giving context is one of the things we really connected on was being first generation. Yes. You know, So for me, that's always meant that when I would deal with any type of health or sickness or whatever, my parents, they understood the value of conventional medicine, particularly being in the U.S., mm-hmm. but they didn't necessarily lean on it. You know, mm-hmm. they were very quick to say, well, try a tea or I even think culturally as black people, yeah. we've learned, you know, grab some ginger ale right. you know, <laughs> like, uh, or, you know, I don't know, take a hot shower, yeah. try some Epsom salt, you know, and yeah. there is so much merit to that as we've gotten older because we do tell our kids have ginger ale and crackers and it Mm -hmm. really does work Mm -hmm. but how did your parents deal with that diagnosis I mean did they think let's keep getting you tested like what did you do what were the next steps I think that it was really a journey that my mom and I went on Mm -hmm. and both of my parents are divorced now they got divorced when I was in college Mm -hmm. but their marriage both of them are immigrants and their marriage was always really difficult and I think that You know, my dad was not really as involved and really hands on. It was really my mom, even to this day, the way that I navigate my wellness is because of my mother. That says so much. Yeah. Yeah. And so both of my parents are Caribbean. They're Guyanese. They're from Guyana. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, there's this there's this wealth of, you know, wisdom about wellness and about medicine that you take with you as an immigrant when you come into another country. And it's so fascinating to me because I think that my my mom had a good grasp and understanding of like traditional medicine. But at the same time, you know, when I think about like the diaspora and black people, whether it's Africa or the Caribbean, medicine is actually something that happens every day in the West. We're like, I don't feel well. What can I take to do something? That's so good. But typically with within the African diaspora, like I know for myself with my parents, they would always give me this bitter tea. Like we would have bitter tea mm-hmm. to clean out. Like detox. To detox. That's right. Sometimes we would have it before a meal. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, I would take it and pour it in the corner of oh, the carpet. Wouldn't? Because that is universal. Yeah, <laughs> okay. None I'm... of us want to take the stuff for our parents, whether it's hiding the peas under our mashed potatoes or pouring out the bitter tea. None of us are trying to do it. Yeah. I get and it. I was the strong willed child, so I yes. really wasn't going to do it. Yes. So, but you know, there's wisdom in that, right? Mm-hmm. Because 
these mm. bitters help to break down food for digestion, That's right? Good. And 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 also the herbs that are in that are cleansing your liver. They're cleansing. They're getting into your bloodstream. Mm-hmm. So there were things like that that my mom would give us. But I don't think that she made the connection between those things being advantageous for gut health, even from a medicinal and, standpoint. We don't know why we're doing it, but, but we know we do we've it. always done it. Exactly. That's so good. And you know what's interesting about that? So so many of my my crew here, you know, we are all very much like the old school type, where we kind of come from a traditional background. But a lot of us also, you know, we come from different cultural backgrounds. And these are some of the things that I think really draw us closer together mm-hmm. because we realize that there's so many similarities in, oh, if you're sick, our parents will try sort of this list of things that are actually very natural, very mm-hmm. organic, plant-based yep. before they really grab even the ibuprofen. Yeah. You know, um, in Italy, I just learned it's common to have an espresso after meals because they found that the coffee aids in digestion. Mm-hmm. Also, the little bit of caffeine stimulant keeps you from getting that soporific effect where you start getting, you know, you want to take the itis, you know, yeah, yeah. Says you don't get the itis, which lends itself to moving and walking and things of that sort. And it's just amazing how we have not integrated or carried so many of these things unless it comes from your cultural background. Yeah, because I think especially if your parents are immigrants, you kind of get disassimilated, right, mm-hmm. from where you come from, especially if you're like a third culture kid. It's like right. it, it's like your parents are from somewhere else. Now they're living someplace else and you're living where they're living, but you don't identify with that place either. So it's just kind of like you're there really wasn't a lot of dialogue around this for like years. It's only mm-hmm. now we really fully understand like the first generation experience. Which like is mon- amazing mm-hmm. considering that this is a $47 billion industry. Y'all, as a mom, I'm thinking about a million things. Did I leave the oven on? Did I pack a lunch? Are there crayons in the dryer again? I mean, I have so much on my mind that when it comes time for me to go work out and start moving, which y'all, let's be honest, can be hard enough to get into the gym. The last thing I want to think about is how my workout gear fits on my body. I don't want to think about my girls bouncing around. I don't want to think about things rolling down and rolling up. And if it's that week of the month, I don't want to worry about if I'm going to have an issue with a leak or a spill or anything on. I just want to get in there, do the work and get out. And that's why I'm so grateful that Nike is investing in holistic fitness. They're recognizing that women are multidimensional. You know, and I'm multi-curvatural, okay? I've got a lot going on. And it's important that I feel good in my body. And Nike has performed thousands of body scans on actual women to make sure that our bras are engineered to provide support for the way that we really move. And the thing that I'm really excited about are their new awesome leak protection biker shorts. They're made with an ultra-thin liner, which means you can work out or chill out, not even think if it's that week of the month. I mean, they're actually thinking about how we live when we need to work out. So Nike's come out with these two fabrics. One is called the Infinal Lock. And it's amazing because it really holds you in so you can go the distance. And Zenvi, which is made with their Infina Soft fabric, provides gentle support that really stays with every twist and turn. All of these things matter because, frankly, I got too many things in my mind. I don't want to think about what my workout gear is going to do when I'm in the gym. So friends, get over to Nike.com today to discover all the ways that Nike helps you feel your all. Hey friends, my name's Olivia Perez and I'm an entrepreneur, journalist, and the host of the Friend of a Friend podcast. 
Every Monday, I meet with some of today's youngest and brightest entrepreneurs to make space to tell their stories and shine a light on who I believe to be the next generation of luminaries. I'll interview up-and-comers and game changers from brand builders to personalities, activists, artists, and thought leaders from around the world. Each episode lets you be a fly on the wall during one of the greatest pep talks, like a conversation between you and a friend or a friend of a friend. See you there. I think all of us, especially my friends listening, all of a sudden it feels like supplements or some version of supplement or everybody has a supplement. I mean, we see companies like Gwyneth Paltrow with Goop, Jessica Alba with Honest Co. You know, all these companies are dipping into the supplemental realm, even companies that didn't start that way. You know, you'll have companies that started with athletic wear that are now offering supplementation, energy drinks, you know, weight management tools, Mm -hmm. things of that sort. So what I noticed, you know, and I think a lot of, you know, my friends on here, even those who are not, you know, BIPOC are noticing is when you walk down these shelves, you don't really see brown people heavily featured. It's starting to change a little bit, but it's not the norm. You're the expert. Why is that? I mean, I think a big part of that is just appropriation, you know, because Mm -hmm. a lot of the things that these supplement brands and companies are using come from black and brown communities. Let's pause on that one. So there there are that is the truest of the true statements. And it's funny because I never thought of it as appropriation, which I know can be a sensitive word Mm -hmm. for some and it can feel triggering. But. There's a word I'd like to add to it, inadvertent appropriation. You know, I think there is appropriation where it is deliberate, it is intentional, it is absolutely like, you know, appropriation tinged with colonization, right? But then there's an inadvertent where it's like, I didn't even realize my mom took this from her Chinese, you know, nanny, you know, who always did this for her. And I thought it was our family's thing. And so Mm -hmm. here I am calling it my ancient family recipe, when in reality, this harks back to, you know, Eastern medicine that is not derivative of my culture. Right. So you're right when you say that a lot of these medicinal things and herbs and treatments are in origin from Eastern and African cultures. Yes. The other side of the world. Wow. And but and I want to say, too, because I think that's that's a valid point. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it is inadvertent. Right. And I'm not even trying to imply that that they're doing it intentionally. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes Sometimes it is intentional. Sometimes it is. We're not taking that away either. Some people are doing it very much on purpose to take that money. They they (laughs) are. But I also want to say that, you know, there's like when I think about wellness, it's a rainbow. Mm. And even as I've grown in my wellness journey, there are so many things that like as a person of faith who loves God, mm-hmm. like I rejoice in seeing just the diversity of what this culture has understood now about the human body. They mm-hmm. they grasp something like I, I get acupuncture really regularly now. Right, right, and right. Working with my acupuncturist and really understanding Chinese medicine, like, wow, Chinese people have really grasped something about Absolutely. the way energy works in our body and praise God for them. Yes. And before I came here, I was in Santa Monica at Surya uh-huh, Spa getting yes. some Ayurvedic wellness treatments mm-hmm. because Indian people have grasped something That's right. about the way, you know, our bodies work and digestion works and hormones work. Mm-hmm. So I th- I say that to say there's like a beautiful a, medley. There's a beautiful yes. medley. And mm-hmm. sometimes we're not intentionally trying to steal things That's from right. people. But there are other things that other cultures have that we can benefit from. Mm-hmm. I think my thing was, you know, in in this journey that I've been on with my wellness, I just didn't see myself. I didn't see right. something that reflected my experience. And the the wild thing about that was, you know, I was diagnosed, like I, I mentioned, with Crohn's at 13 years old. I'm 36. So it's been two decades. And for me, it's kind of just like I have been through so much 
And I never anticipated in my entire life that I would be without this condition because when that doctor told me that, though I was young, mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm doing my manifestation work. I'm, I'm visioning my future. Right. And I'm seeing like, OK, I make time to go get my medicine. I, mm-hmm. I have a nurse. Uh, I You're ha- taking care. You're doing You're taking the steps. The, right. I mean, like that. And that's got to be the hardest. And I think a lot of a lot of people, there's so much unspoken chronic pain that people don't talk about because they just think it's theirs to carry. And yeah. I think only now we're starting to hear about people saying, look, you know, I don't have anything that's terminal. I just have something that's chronic and it's just what I've lived with. And I didn't even realize I should talk about it to find out if there's solutions. Yeah, and now we're learning it. more, you know. Yeah. And so your Crohn's, is it still something chronic or how are you using brown? Like, how does that work? Yeah. So what happened was mm-hmm. like when we went into the pandemic, so this is like 2019, I was experiencing like I, the disease was somewhat under control. I've been on a biologic drug for years. Okay. It's a drug that they use for rheumatoid arthritis. Sure. It just basically helps to turn off that inflammatory response in the okay. gut. Okay. And so I, would, I had a nurse thing. But did you have lifestyle things you also had to change, like yeah, supplement my, it with that? At that time, no. I was okay. taking my medicine. I was eating really good. I've mm-hmm. always had to eat really good. Mm-hmm. I don't drink a lot of alcohol. I mean, but that is lifetime. So, yeah, like, yeah. Somebody, sure. This is what I mean when I say you become so used to having to live yeah, a certain way right. that you don't realize that, no, like you actually, there are people who go out and like on a on a wedding night, be able to have a couple drinks and you're like, no, I have to go in there with the awareness of, yeah. of on the menu, this is what I will choose and this is what how I will restrict in addition to my medication. Yeah, because when you see the outcome of when you don't, then mm-hmm, you learn. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in hospitals. Like doctors were my friends. Oh. I Wow. nurses were my friends. I, I never really had a lot of friends in school because I wasn't there half of the time. Oh, my gosh. Um, and so, like, I learned how to read my labs. I, I, I felt like a doctor by the time I was in my 20s. Sure. Just- but you had to take this ownership over your care. And I think that that also speaks to some of the black female experience and the BIPOC experience where, mm-hmm. you know, historically we've had to deal with increased maternal mortality rates. We've had to deal with not being as seen and heard, you know, whenever we are in the conventional and traditional medical realm. You know, and not, you know, obviously, like I always say, not everyone is the same, not every single scenario, but there is a systemic issue, you know, that does exist within the black experience where we have dealt and as studies and data has supported with, you know, a struggle of being heard in relation to our care. So taking that ownership, one, obviously, is because. You know, a lot of these chronic diagnoses that I think everyone can relate to, it feels like if we're dealing with something, we have to figure it out ourselves, you know, absolutely. and part of it is being brown. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was the thing with how I watched my mom navigate my illness, mm. like her being in the doctor's office, the way she would push for questions, the yes. way that she would, just the energy she led with. Like, like you're not going to play about my baby. That's that, me all day. <laughs> and it wasn't even like she was acting. It, it wasn't even aggressive. Of it was course, just this firm. expectation that mm-hmm. we expect the best care. That's right. And it never occurred to her and maybe because she's an immigrant, but it never occurred to her mm-hmm. that the color of her skin meant something different. Right. And so I absorbed all of that. Sure. And I go to bat when I go to I mean, I'm not argumentative, but when mm-hmm. I come to the doctor, I I see that relationship mm-hmm. as peer to peer. And some people can't accept that. And then I fire them and I find another doctor. Oh, let's. Oh, do y'all hear that right now? When I go in to see my doctor, I see that relationship as peer to peer. So your doctor is a part of your team. Yes. Your doctor is not someone who is a hired vendor. They are not someone who is there to facilitate, you mm-hmm. know, an answer. They are there as part of your team to work towards a solution. Yeah, this is a That's collaboration good. That's because good. this is my body. Very and good. so anything that you decide. I have to live with. I've never understood the gaslighting that I've experienced that I've watched my family experience. My younger sister has autism, we now know. Mm-hmm. I have gone to bat. I have gone to, I mean, I have talked to so many people to get her what she needs. 
in my opinion, it's like, I, I expect collaboration. And the minute that I sense that that's not there or you're offended by my knowledge about my body, mm-hmm. I'm out of there. Oh, and, and this is so empowering. I think it doesn't matter what shade you are. We, especially as women, have got to take ownership over what happens to our body, how our body is treated and, and feel comfortable being vocal about what we need. And I love that you are behind brown wellness in this capacity because you're the type of voice that we need you know we need someone who has not only had to experience it but has also seen success with it so Mm -hmm. where did you end up going with your journey you know Mm -hmm. with your health care did you have to supplement it did you you know just stick with the meds you were taking because i know 2020 was rough for all of us it was yeah but it was a big reset in a lot of ways i'm grateful for Mm -hmm. so we went into the pandemic and i started experiencing just like a lot of really like difficult gut issues and i was like why am i having all of these issues when i'm taking my medicine i'm doing what i've always done right what's changing and like something's changing in the microbiome of my gut Mm -hmm. and so I leaned out of working with my specialist because Mm -hmm. they weren't listening to me there we go um I fired two gastroenterologists I was working with and Mm -hmm. I was like you know what I'm gonna find a naturopathic doctor because Mm -hmm. I think there's something else happening here and they don't want to look at the whole picture and I'm desperate to right and at least to find out and so I having you know friends who you know gone to Hopkins and you know Mm -hmm. a lot of my friends are conventional medicine doctors but I will tell you all day there's nothing wrong with looking into everything and and above all else at least finding out like if it's not this then why not? Like I'm, I always tell my kids all the time, and I think a lot of us relate to this, especially as parents. Mm-hmm. You know, with my youngest daughter, you know, when she's sick, I'm not going to just run and give her meds if I don't have to. Maybe some peppermint tea will work first, right. you know. Yeah. And that's because there is scientific data that any doctor will support that'll say mint helps soothe your belly. You yes. know, so so yes. why wouldn't we try that before jumping to meds? And I think that that is one of the shifts that I've seen in Brown Wellness is it really is about daily wellness mm-hmm. and how that is actually the ultimate form of preventive medicine. You know, it's just really focusing on staying well and being well. Mm -hmm. So in that journey, you landed on more natural methods. Now, you weren't using these before. You were just taking conventional mm-hmm. medicinal That's right. Pills. I was just taking my prescription. Wow. And so what, I was supposed to do. what happened? Did you try both? Did you? I don't well, know. I was still taking my regular medicine because mm-hmm. I had to do that to keep the disease kind of quiet. At bay. Yeah. But, you know, you can have the disease be quiet and still have like IBS symptoms, of which course. is what I was experiencing. And you're just living with it. You're just living with it. Right. And I, it wasn't until the pandemic that I had the time mm-hmm. to be like, okay, what's happening here? And you probably felt it more because Lord knows. And I mean, and I think all the busy mamas that are on here, you know, we've got like college kids and, you know, some of my friends here are single women just driven for their goals. Mm-hmm. When you're busy and buzzing, it's so easy to just not even feel what your body's feeling, oh, yeah. you know? And one of the things that we've shared is that, you know, during the pandemic for me, it was, oh my goodness, my blood pressure is crazy and I'm technically resting, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, that's you know, resting blood that's pressure. my resting blood pressure. What's happening? Like mm-hmm. I haven't been on a plane in months and, and my blood pressure is this high. What's going on? You know, mm-hmm. and just really getting my numbers and realizing, okay, if this is me and my most stay still state, then what does that mean about my body's basic equilibrium? Like, and and then what does that mean if I tip the scale into stress? What does that mean if I have a baby? What is that, you know, and it really begged the question of how can I be as healthy as I can be standing still so that I can definitely function when I'm running? So, friend, if you've been following along on Instagram or you've been keeping up with me on social, you know that I just got engaged and I'm so excited about it. And it's just such a beautiful chapter in our life right now. And I can't begin to tell you how I felt in that moment. 
And every woman envisions what's going to happen that moment when they open the box, you know, and I didn't care about what was in that box. It could have been a piece of string, but it was this gorgeous natural diamond ring and it was an heirloom from his family. And it was just so meaningful because I knew that there was sentimental value and I knew that, you know, it it just meant so much for him to have this beautiful symbolism of our family and our love that I was going to wear and probably hand down to my kids from years to come. So I thought that I knew a lot about natural diamonds, and you probably think you know diamonds, but probably not as much as you think. For instance, did you know that this stone is connected to 10 million people around the world? And my natural diamond and your natural diamond has contributed to $16 billion of annual benefits for our world. And that includes healthcare and jobs, education, biodiversity, infrastructure. And the natural diamond also helps the lives of millions of wild animals globally, including threatened species that are now protected from extinction. You're actually helping protect biodiversity over an area of land the size of Paris, London and New York City. Adding a little bit of sparkle to each moment has really been symbolic of really, really beautiful futures, heirlooms that they can have. And it's great to realize that each natural diamond promises a more sparkling future for generations to come. You can discover so many more natural diamond truths at naturaldiamonds.com slash thank you. That's naturaldiamonds.com slash thank you. So you discovered, oh, my gosh, in staying still for the first time and having the time, my body's being weird. Yeah. Yeah. My (laughs) gut is acting really weird. So I I, I found a naturopathic doctor. I was working with them virtually. Mm -hmm. I think I went through four naturopathic doctors. Wow. They were all white. Um, Mm -hmm. It was just hard to find someone who looked like me. Mm Mm-hmm. And I eventually landed on somebody who is wonderful, my naturopathic health coach, Nancy, who is a white woman but loves me so well sure. and is so patient and mm-hmm. is so thorough. Mm-hmm. And what I realized was that I had a couple things happening. I mean, there were there was like bacteria in my gut. There was, I had like candida. There was just all these all these different things. And mm-hmm. so she and I worked together to put together a protocol to start treating some of these things mm-hmm. with supplements. It was mm-hmm. supplements and my mindfulness about how I was going to take them, use them, mm-hmm. adding, certain, pairing them, pairing yeah. them, you know, like just the whole rainbow of, of wellness, because a lot of it too was me regulating my nervous system to accept some Ain't of these that supplements. Ain't the truth, girl. Ain't you that the truth. I mean, you can take a bunch of stuff, but if your nervous system is completely out of control mm-hmm. and your nerves are shot, mm-hmm. your body isn't really going to respond to That's all these right. things. That's right. So there is there is a component of it that is somatic and mindful that does go along with taking supplements. Right. And functional medicine, like functional wellness is really about like what you were saying before. It's like we're looking at the whole picture mm-hmm. to figure out what is it that is happening? Is it we tested for this? OK, it's not that. Let's look at this. OK, right. what about this uh, history that your mom had on your, you know, your maternal grandmother's side? Right. It's really looking at the whole picture and figuring out what do we need to get your body to function better. I love that concept because it's kind of like this is and this is, of course, the classic Nicole Walters translation of it. It's like going to the restaurant and thinking, I'm not going to order the dish on there. I'm going to say, you know what? I feel like a side of broccoli and I feel like this appetizer. And I also want the fries. You know, it's all food. We're all at the menu. You know, you don't necessarily have to have the meal, that side and that because that's what's prescribed to you. Maybe I can look at the whole menu and take the pieces that I know are going to make me feel full. And that's actually 
been part of my lifestyle like healthy wellness changes is mm-hmm. I'll go in and I'll say well maybe I just need protein like we went out yeah, to dinner last yeah, night you know yeah. and I was like can I just get like a side of you? steak mm-hmm. you know because I was like I feel like I need a little bit more protein and iron and I, I love that I feel like I need a little bit how many greens did I have today well what type of greens do I need I would like to have some Brussels sprouts because I want something kind of cruciferous mm-hmm. but I also want you know some spinach because I want to add to like my protein you know like just really looking at and saying what do I need yes. and feeding myself accordingly and that I, I love that because my soul just went off because it's like <laughs> it's the mindful part of it like right. have I had any do I have any water today that's right like maybe instead of getting the diet cook let me just have a glass of water that's right. did I eat any greens or if you're on your cycle mm-hmm. I find like my body is like man we need a burger yes it's the oh, iron. very real that's iron. very real and listening very to that real. and responding to that yes. because food is medicine mm-hmm. food can be medicine mm-hmm. and, and I can- love that because that's also cultural you yeah. know like I mean coming from Ghana West Africa you know mm-hmm. and having West African parents that's such a huge part of our diet in general you know if you're sending you know culturally like you know if the men are going out into the fields to you know get palm to make palm oil or palm wine you're not going to feed them the same way that you're going to feed someone who may be staying home and in town you're going to feed them in a way that's going to make sure that they feel you know um, lots of carbohydrates you know it's a different diet than the typical fresh fish and pepper sauces and things of that sort because they need to be sustained Mm -hmm. for the task Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of times you know some of our eating is either based on how we feel in the moment Emotionally, yeah. which not a bad thing. No. There's space for that. You know, mm-hmm. we're not judging eating habits. Sometimes a girl needs some ice cream, yeah. you know, but also not really thinking about, hey, I'm a mom and I'm busy and I'm going all day. What can I do? And realistically, I can't always be great about it, you know, or realistically food isn't always available. There are days where I'm actually just grabbing my kids goldfish crackers because it was the quick thing and it's not nothing. But supplements have truly changed my life and standing in that gap so that I'm not lacking come midday if I'm feeling sluggish. You actually have a product that I love, 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 love. You all hear me, love. And I'll link it below. It'll be like all the details around Brown Wellness, how to get started, how to figure out what to use. My favorite products. This is not sponsored, y'all. I just love them. will be in the show notes below. So the product that I love midday, if I have not had my coffee, not done what I needed to do, I know I've got meetings. I know that I have got to get through the evening. You have a product that is a game changer. Can you tell us more about it and how that is part of sort of the black women take care of themselves? Absolutely. 100%. So we have a supplement. It's a gummy and it's our Mm -hmm. mushroom complex. Mm. And it has like 10 different like energy boosting, brain boosting mushrooms in it. In particular, my my three favorite, which are lion's mane, Mm. reishi and chaga. Yeah. And. Lion's mane in particular is one of my favorites because lion's mane is a nootropic. It allows our brain to work better. So this gummy is something that you take when you're like, I have a big day. I have to retain a lot of information. I need to maintain a certain level of energy so that I can get through and kind of just be in flow state, just be in flow. Sure. And not the kind of energy that's jittery, like when you drink, you know, uh, a, a Diet Coke or a cup of coffee. That's right. But a gentle, sustaining energy that's also benefiting your brain, right? And because, tapers off, too. So tap- it's not yeah. like by the end of the night, I'm like, oh, I can't sleep or anything like that. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. because then you're like, got to take something to go to sleep that's now. That's right. Melatonin time. Right? Which, <laughs> is, which is fine. Fine. And you can do. But you don't always want to be in the bounce back and forth, you know, situation. I, that and I think in particular with women and black women, because we're just doing so much. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not just that we need to be 
energized. We, mm-hmm. we also need our brain to function well. Right. You're trying to remember if your daughter had a doctor's appointment today, Listen. if you turned in that thing for work, and then also, wait, I got to drop by the store and pick up all these mm-hmm. extra stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just ongoing. Mm-hmm. And so being in flow and being able to be energized, but also be cognitively like clear, clear. Absolutely. No, and that's where mushrooms come in. Well, and so I want to actually talk about mushrooms. And, you know, for the mamas out here, everyone, I don't know about y'all. I'm in L.A. right now. There's been so much talk about like mushrooms and I am an old person. I'll be the first one to say it. When I heard mushrooms, I was like, I'm not messing with them drugs. You're going to have me out here seeing colors like that's not (laughs) for me. I'm not of this. But then I'm also now hearing that people are like, oh, no, I'm using mushroom to treat like depression Mm -hmm. or PTSD. And I will be very clear. I have not done tons of research. I recommend anyone listening to do their own research, talk to their doctors, because obviously if you have a mushroom allergy, it may not be for you, you know, but I'm learning one, that it doesn't taste like mushrooms. That's a <laughs> starter, you know, and then two, there are actual a variety, like you said, there are 10 different types, you know. I mean, in there's just lots this, of different types. But there's 10 in just this alone, and yeah. I never would have even guessed. So tell me a little bit about what you know about, you know, and what you've studied and, you know, this yeah. mushroom, because you also have like a mushroom coffee. And yes, like, so tell us more about all of that. Yeah, I would say so. I don't do drugs either. Right. <laughs> but, but yet you do mushrooms, <laughs> but I which is so, you know what I mean? I mean it's so I, weird I say to say that to that. say that it's not, you know, and I'm not knocking anyone who. who no, they, neither, that's I'm not lifestyle. judging at all. At it's all. just more of a I don't know I don't, this stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? That's and I personally just don't engage because, yeah. frankly, I am not equipped. Anyone who's ever met me knows Nicole is not one for the world of substances. She is she is not capable. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I can't hang y'all. You're I try to be life. cool. I'm my own life. <laughs> yeah. And that is about the extent of it. I have yeah. a, I have a diet Coke and I will fall out. Like right. So it's just like <laughs> it's just me. But that yeah. said, so you um have managed doing, you know, you've got mushrooms in. In, I think you have a mushroom collagen supplement, mm-hmm. a mushroom coffee, and then obviously this amazing like midday, early morning focus right. boost mushroom product. So we can do mushrooms, but not be doing mushrooms. Well, it's kind of like have it's like, what is your intention for what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Because I think, you know, people, there are people who use certain substances recreationally. Sure. And that's their lifestyle. But I think a lot of us just want to feel better. Mm-hmm. And so my journey with mushrooms actually began at the beginning of the new year in December, I decided to do a plant mushroom journey Mm -hmm. with my healer and I use psilocybin mushrooms. Mm -hmm. And basically I did that to just process through some things that I was holding in my body, right? Mm -hmm. Because we do hold on to trauma in our bodies Mm -hmm. and having managed a chronic illness for two decades, there was a lot, right? Mm -hmm. And I, my power comes from my gut. Mm -hmm. Like my intuition, I'm never, I'm, you can ask You're my family. Yeah. I'm never wrong mm-hmm. about whatever it is. Nine out of ten times I know. Mm-hmm. But it's also the source of my pain, right? Mm. You you hold things also in your gut. And so my intention for the mushroom, my intention for that journey was to process and release some of these wounds, right? That some of these things that I've been holding on to so that I can be, you know, the best version of me. Mm-hmm. I can be here to do the but work. But that's I'm a totally to different mushroom, also, right? Like, so, yeah. So that's a psychedelic mushroom. So and you did that in a guided experience I with did. an intentional choice. That's not yep. something. So, so none of us mamas can accidentally stumble into those types of mushrooms because what you're talking about selling within Brown Wellness and on shelves is different. It's different from that. And I yes. think that call out is hugely powerful because that, that's some of the misinformation that's out there. You mm-hmm. know, when we're seeing mushrooms show up on shelves, we're like, oh, well, everyone's doing these journeys. You know, yeah. and that's that is a very specific sort of prescription for a specific 
outcome. Exactly. Got it. It's a very, very, very intentional thing. It's okay. something I prepared like weeks to do. So a that lot is of totally different. That's we're totally not different. We, we're not signing up for that without knowing we're signing no, up no. for that. Actually, so absolutely. tell us about the mushrooms then that are in Brow Wellness because it sounds like we can get a lot of the benefits okay. of the world of mushrooms without necessarily taking the journey that we may not be seeking to have. Because I yes, and I think that people should understand there there are two different like I would categories. say major two different categories of mushrooms. There are mushrooms that have psychedelic effects, and there are mushrooms that have other wellness benefits. And with brown wellness, it's it's those kinds of mushrooms, things that help give us energy, things that help our brains to work better, things that allow us to have better performance when we're working out or post-workout. Without the psych, we're Without not going to see that. colors. We're not no, going to talk to Care Bears. It's, it's not, it. it's not, <laughs> and these things come from the ground. Like these are mm. things that God made. So they're and, in our salads. They're in they're our, our sandwiches or in our cheese steaks. And, we eat these mushrooms. Yeah, and there right. are a lot of people who are in the mushroom community that have done a lot of like, you know, Netflix documentaries mm-hmm. about, Michael Poland has one about how to change your mind, but that's about psychedelics. Got and it. Paul well, and that's what we hear the most about. Right. So I think one of the things that I love about sort of this conversation we're having, particularly as brown women, is culturally, you know, I think that something that comes up a lot in the BIPOC community is, you know, our use of drugs and how we making sure we're not abusing them and things like that, you know. And so it's exciting because, you know, I've always been someone who's like, I'm not touching anything like, you know, that sort of thing. And now I'm learning, oh, there's different categories for different purposes. And some of that languaging isn't ours. And it's actually been put there to keep us from engaging in things that can help us. I'm so glad you said that, Mm -hmm. because I think the policing of black and brown bodies and the Mm -hmm. way that that has, you know, occurred in the state, in the United States and even abroad in some places has made us want to distance ourselves Mm -hmm. from things that actually come from within our communities that help us to heal our bodies Mm -hmm. and turning us on to Western medicine. Mm -hmm. And that has its own financial benefits. Mm -hmm. Right. When we think Mm -hmm. about the pharmaceutical companies and all of these things. So there's a lot at play there, like Mm sociopolitically. Absolutely. But I think it's important for us to understand, like these things come from the ground. Right. And, you know, we're all learning more about about plant life and Everything. how and mm-hmm. things are becoming more plant based, whether it's our diet or the supplements. Oh, or everywhere. That we I take. mean, like when KFC came out with, you know, <laughs> plant based nuggets, I was like, OK, so the world is changing. The world y'all. is changing. The world is changing. We got to catch up, yeah. you know. And what's interesting is, again, you know, I think a lot of times when these things get that high visibility, they do come from, you know, white faces, yes. you know, and that isn't I mean, frankly, I think just we ha- we share the same heart and we're just glad people know, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's good that people are learning yeah. that there are alternatives alternatives or that there are supplements to conventional medicine. I just want people healthy, happy and whole. However, it's also beneficial to know that you have space within that because you see yourself in it. And there's something to be said for being able to walk down an aisle, see a brown face that makes me stop and look at the product again Mm -hmm. and say, oh, there's a brown face on this. Is this for me? And now I'm thinking, are supplements for me? It's just a line of thinking that occurs naturally when you see yourself reflected in a product. So Brown wellness is obviously driven towards, you know, the BIPOC community. Granted, you know, there's supplements. Anyone can use supplements, mm-hmm. you know, and there'll be benefits to you. Yeah. But it is around the BIPOC community. And we actually really could benefit from supplementation because we deal with things like heart disease, mm-hmm. you know, and we deal with high blood pressure more than any other race. And vitamin D deficiency mm-hmm. is more than any other race. I recently got prescribed a vitamin D, yep. like, prescription level, mm-hmm. you know, vitamin D, I think it's D3 yep. to take just because it was that deficient, yes. you know. And my doctor told me, no, supplementation, you know, yeah. would really have helped you not yes. get here. So yeah. it's just very interesting to to know that truly supplementation may be something that as brown people and BIPOC people, it's not optional. 
No, it's not optional. And I think in particular for us, but also for everyone in general, because uh, our soil is really depleted. You know, mm-hmm. that's like a whole other conversation. And our diets, you know, our but diets, again, a whole other con- it's conversation. A whole, so it's like you really can't live postmodern life without supplementation mm-hmm. because we really aren't getting as much of it from our food as we used to. Mm-hmm. And as black and brown people with specific life stressors right. and our own epigenetics that we are trying to deal with, we really do need to be supplementing. And I think it's important. And in my starting this company, is to center us to, if not to just encourage us more to reach in and say, what is it that I need to add to my life, to my wellness landscape, to improve the way my body is functioning? And I'm now more inclined to do that because I see myself. Mm. Because I, one of the most important things I, I have not yet said is, working with a naturopathic doctor, I healed my body of Crohn's. So today, Mm. as of today, I actually don't have Crohn's. That's incredible. Like when I had that conversation with my Dr. Allen and he Mm. was just like, well, let's run this test, but I don't think you need this medicine. I mean, the world stopped. I'm sure you were like that. That is not what I thought you would say out of your mouth. I was like, what is he even saying? Like this is how long were you without serious symptoms on your new (sighs) regimen before they were before you were like, let's see what's going on here. I well, I didn't have like an active flare. I hadn't had an active flare up since like 2010. Crazy. So like nine, ten, and then in terms of like working with a naturopathic doctor, the gut issues resided like around 2021. Wow. And so by the time I'm talking to him now, I, I was talking to him like at the beginning of the year, and he was like, "No, I don't think you really need this, but let's do a test to be sure." Sure, of course, of course. And good, good science. You know what I mean? Science. Let's confirm. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, he didn't understand it, but he didn't know the depths of what I had been supplementing course, with, what I had course, been doing of course. to enhance the way my body is working. You see, and I think that that is the messaging in all of it, because, again, I am a fan of conventional medicine. Mm-hmm. I think that there is a place, especially having had a daughter who's gone through chemotherapy. Yeah. You know, I never want to be the place, you know, that is saying all of this or all of that. Yeah. What I what I always seek to do when when embracing and, you know, sharing new mm-hmm. perspectives is letting people know look into your options. Yeah. You know, be empowered to make decisions around your own health. You know, don't exclude things that may be unfamiliar because you may find that if anything, if you can come off of two meds and you're taking four, that is a blessing. Yeah. If you can be in a situation where you can take less like a slower dose of the same med, that is a blessing. Yeah. If you're able to find that you can go longer and have more energy during the day or less side effects from your meds, that is a blessing. And a lot of that comes from exploring your own medicine as you've shown us. Absolutely. Because I think I was prepared. Like I was really mentally and emotionally prepared to live with this disease. But I also, it wasn't enough for me to just not have a flare. I wanted mm. to feel good all the way around. Which like, makes sense. I wanted a yeah. high functioning body. And so it was like I was willing to take my medicine, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're not saying throw the baby out with Absolutely. the bathwater. Absolutely. But I was also Learn willing more. to look into mm-hmm. other things. And it just so happened that in, in, in looking into something else, it meant that I don't need this anymore. Amazing. So what does this mean about your quality of life since you've started engaging in taking brown wellness, you know, tools and engaging in, you know, learning more about different options? What have you seen? What have you experienced? I think just like impersonally. Because what y'all don't know is Lana has a very prominent, you know, government position. She also, you know, works in media and she also has this incredible company that is growing every single day, literally real time. People are headed over there. They're following like go to Brown Wellness on Instagram. All the details again in the show notes. But I mean, she is doing 500 things. This woman is a mogul. So that said, I mean, you're alive, you're walking around. And when I tell you, you can feel the peaceful energy in her, which is why I'm like, mushrooms, what? You know what I mean? I'm like, coffee, what? Like, what is, tell me. So how has your life shifted? How do you feel? I I am the most me I've ever been. 
if that isn't a full statement. I mean, it's the truth, though, because, you know, people are so quick to say, like, I'm the one who's always like, I feel peaceful. I feel joy. Isn't saying that I am me enough? Yeah. Oh, it's really just it's changed my whole life. Like it's opened up my whole world, like mm. the world of wellness and just being able to change my mind and to create the life that I know like wants me right. that I deserve. That's so good. And and, you know, it's hard to manifest and create things when you don't feel good in your body. That right? is a fact. It's hard Vibrationally, to do anything. you can't you can't. Mm-hmm. And so it's like feeling good and getting my body well has allowed me to now give birth to all of these things. That's good. And show up completely to and see them come up, to yeah. fruition. That's imbo- that's what embodiment is. Mm. You know, it's like we, we, we have to put our body into the things that we want to do, but that body we put in has to be a body that feels supported. It mm. has to be a body that's well. And it's like wellness is a journey. It's not like I'm like, oh, everything is amazing nope, now. There'll be highs and lows. There's highs and more lows. stress might make something flare up that we got to tone down right. or whatever, but let's right. go into it the best we are. Yeah. Yes. We can and be. let's because our bodies are always talking to us. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just really engaged in the conversation. And so my quality of life is better. I mean, I don't have my days, but my quality of life from when I was in my 20s or even as a child to now, it's night and day. Most me I've ever been. Oh, on that note. Lana, you are so incredible, so inspiring. Not only, you know, do I enjoy following your journey on Instagram, you know, uh, Lana Jackson is on Instagram. You can follow her there, but also I am so proud and excited and engaged with Brown Wellness and the opportunity that we all have to live better, happier, more complete lives. So what's next for Brown Wellness? Where can we find you? Where can we get product? What is available? How do we start our healthy journeys? Where can we learn more? You can learn more by going to Mm brownwellness.com. You can follow us on Instagram and at brownwellness. Mm -hmm. And I think in terms of what's coming for us, so many things. Wonderful. We are building a community. The most important thing I think is for brown women to have a place to go to just get advice about, Mm -hmm. it may not be like medical information, but Mm -hmm. you're like, how do I leverage the supplement? Is this something I've open up and put in a smoothie? Is this something that I should take at a certain time of day? That's you know, good. Who knows a great doula around here? Mm-hmm. I think we need a repository the way that, you know, I look to certain other brands that I really admire and respect. Like yeah. yeah. And it's a place that you can go and get some reliable advice. And so we're we're building that. We're creating community. We're planning a wellness retreat that centers us and oh, our, I love that. our experiences in wellness mm-hmm. where you'll be able to learn about the newest wellness things that are coming out so that we get access to that stuff first and we get that oh. information from the experts. So, so, so all of good. That is coming. So, so good. Y'all follow Brown Wellness. That's B-R-O-W-N-E mm-hmm. wellness.com. And uh, stay tuned because Lana Jackson's here doing big things. I am so grateful that you were here today, that we were able to have this chat. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Nicole. I appreciate it. Another great chat. I love spending time together. Now I need you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review because I love hearing from you. And then come hang out with me on Instagram at Nicole Walters. I'll be back here next week and I hope you are too. See you there, friend. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.